in New Orleans. Good morning, and welcome to the 28th year of the Three Tailgaters Show on 1061 Nash Icon and at NashFM1061.com. The Three Tailgaters Show is presented by CrescentCitySports.com, the best sports site in Louisiana. The Three Tailgaters Show is also presented by the Allstate Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics. And by Francesca's by Katie's in New Orleans, serving up St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans flair. The Three Tailgaters are also brought to you by Lamarck Ford and Lamarck Lincoln, by LifeGate Church in Metairie, by Rhino Shield Mid-South, Bergeron Automotive in Metairie, by Premier Automotive throughout the New Orleans area, John Curtis Christian School in River Ridge, Life Resources Ministries, and by the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Promotional consideration is provided by Central City Barbecue on South Rampart Street, Venezia Restaurant on North Carrollton Avenue, Two Tony's Restaurant at West End, Fury's Restaurant in Metairie, Perrin's Restaurant in Harahan, Reginelli's Pizzeria with locations throughout the metro area, Ye Old College Inn on Carrollton Avenue, Messina's at the Terminal and Runway Cafe at Lakefront Airport, by Copeland's of New Orleans and Kenner at the Esplanade Mall, Desi Vega's Seafood and Steakhouse in Metairie, Chateau Cafe with locations in New Orleans and Kenner, Moe's Pizza in West Wego, Hooters Restaurants in Metairie and Gretna, Geo's Pizza and Spaghetti House in Metairie, Hobnobber Cafe in Metairie, Fat Boy's Pizza on Metairie Road, by Sirio's Pull Boys in Delhi on St. Charles Avenue, by That's Amore Pizzeria in Metairie, Bears Pull Boys on Causeway Boulevard at Metairie Road, Fury's Restaurant on Martin Berman in Metairie, and by Sunray Grill on Belchase Highway in Gretna. Now, here are your hosts of the Three Tailgaters Show, Ed Daniels, Sports Director of WGNO and WNOL, CrescentCitySports.com and the Clarion Herald, and Cumulus Radio New Orleans Sports Director Ken Trahan of CrescentCitySports.com, the Saints Hall of Fame Museum, the Greater New Orleans Quarterback Club, Life Resources Ministries, and the Kenner Star. And a pleasant good morning and welcome to another edition of the Three Tailgaters Show here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon. We're on the web at Nash FM 1061.com. Our tune-in app is available for you anywhere in the world to listen in via iHeart. You can also get us at home. If you can't get us on radio, all you need to do is to tell Alexa to play WRKN or Nash Icon 1061 FM. Our podcasts are available following the show through CrescentCitySports.com. Just click on the menu, click on more, and click on the podcast. You've got us. Simple as that. You can email us. It's ed at WGNO.com, Ken at CrescentCitySports.com, or feel free to call the show at 504-260-1061. That's 504-260-1061. We are live from the Caesars Superdome, where the final day of the Oxner football LHSA Prep Classic takes place today with three games beginning at noon with the Division II non-select state championship game between the Lutcher Bulldogs and the North DeSoto Griffins. And then coming up following that one at approximately, and I always say approximately because you're just not sure, but 3.30 is the scheduled time for the Division Three non-select championship between Manny and Union Parish, two teams in the Dome a year ago that lost and looking for redemption. One will today. And then, of course, the finale 
is uh, approximately 7 p.m. thereabouts. It will be the Division One Select Championship between John Curtis Christian and Brother Martin. And as always, as we've done all weekend, we'll have all of these games for you to listen to. You can listen to Lutcher and North DeSoto on Nash Icon 1061 FM at NashFM1061.com and also through our stream at CrescentCitySports.com, which is right now probably over 5,000 for the weekend at this point. And at 3.30, the Manny Union Parish game will be streamed at CrescentCitySports.com. The first game, Lutcher North DeSoto, I'll be joined by Bryce Brown and Willie Brooks for that contest. Eric Brown will be along as well. In game two, it's Matt Sims and Emmanuel Peppis with Manny in Union Parish. And then, of course, the finale with Brother Martin and John Curtis Christian. The Brother Martin broadcast will have Chad LaRose and Lenny Sumich and Emmanuel Peppis joining me for the call there. That game will be on Nash Icon 106.1 FM and at Nash FM 1061.com. Got it? The marathon continues. It's 504-260-1061, but we like it. Ed Daniels, we like it. Sports director of WGNO, Friday Night Football, of course. Final version coming up tonight. What time, Ed? Same time, 11 o'clock. Okay, 11 o'clock, yep. Noah and 38, WGNO at you, midnight. You, you yeah. might be alone, but stay no, tuned. No, 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 not true. No? That's not true, not true. We're planned, we're ready to go. We got. You got a backup plan? We have, we have several backup plans. Okay, good. Yeah. I'm glad. But you could do it alone if you needed to, because I, I, well, I know you. Well, you I know, know, I mean, I could, but yeah. uh, we, we want to have the best television possible. So that's what we're trying for tonight. So in other words, you got Matt Sims joining you, is that it? No, we don't, we don't usually allow fans of the Chicago National League Ball Club to. Uh, True, it's his only fatal flaw. I mean, he's a, well, really, he's he's a, a really good He's guy. a wonderful person, but, he, you know, everyone makes choices in life, and he made one, so he's got to live with it. He's a preppy, you know, no doubt about it. You know, the Wrigleyville preppies who they go to games just to go for the experience because they surely don't go for the baseball, but that's another story. So, Well, they did for a long time. They were very, very good for, for, for a while, but then um, I don't understand how you, you blow that thing up, but they did. And what's amazing to me is the guy who's had the best career kind of post-blow-up is Schwarber. Oh, he's been tremendous. Yeah, he's been I mean, incredible. he's really been yeah. good. He's really been good for them. You know? Yeah. And, Rizzo doesn't hit for average anymore, but he's still a leader, and he's a great guy. And he's, a, uh-huh. I mean, always admired him. He's a good baseball player, and he's still, he's yeah. still playing well. They probably made the right decision with Baez. I think that's probably right. Uh-huh. They, they're going to miss Contreras. For that Contreras brief, is and, a good player. And for that uh, that brief time, uh, I thought John Lester looked good in Cardinal Red. He did. I mean, he, uh, that, he, he got classed brief, up just so like journey. Contreras yeah. will be, and Contreras is already talking about that. And saying, oh, you know, no question. Well, he, he can't stop talking about it, and understandably so. Yeah. But he also paid homage to Chicago, which is yeah. tells you what kind he, of class he, act yeah, he is. He did, he did the right thing. He did, he did right by both organizations. We're giving, and that's a good thing. To, that's a good thing. We're giving Matt Sims grief because he's with us right now, so he knows with them and just fooling around. Good morning, Matt. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing well. I'm just taking a look, trying to – Remember how the Cardinals did in the World Series the last several years? And uh, well, they won it in 2012. Google, Google's not you know, working it's for me. 2011, sorry, but you know, yes, they've won it like 11 times last time I checked. So, which is the second most in the history of Major League Baseball? But who's who's yeah. asking? So, yeah, that's tr- that's true. <laughs> that's true. I got a jacket that's got all the flags on. Yeah, there. that's pretty cool. And yeah. you know what? When I got, go to, but you know what? Hey, we got are, the frame poster too, or yeah, whatever. The St. Louis Cardinals tickets. are overdue, and yes. uh, it's. Uh, it's unacceptable. I, it, it is unacceptable to not make the World Series for it'll be ten years this year, and that is unacceptable. Well, and, look, you could be an Astros fan like Lenny and Jude, yeah, and be swimming in, 
in the beauty right now. They're just happy as can be, and understandably so. And they didn't have well, to they didn't have to beat on any trash cans or do anything when this year. It's pretty cool. No, they want it honestly. Good for them. Yeah. You know what? I, I'm even happy for Dusty Baker, even though he got into no doubt. La Russa all those years. He uh, did. Uh, good for Dusty Baker and, and good for the Astros. And, hey, you know, but uh, things change. Verlander's going to the Mets. The Mets are spending more money. What else? Is that's, that's hard to believe. That's a shock. <laughs> I think <laughs> that guy's going to spare no expense. No kidding. So, you know, we'll see how it all works out. But, hey, that's I, – I think at some point you have to be uh, somewhat of a spender to even have a chance. You, you can't be frugal and just – rely on the farm system because that'll get you, you know, that'll only get you so far. And the Tampa Bay Rays are a prime example of that, a really good organization. But and they, they do, do they do an incredible yeah, they well do an incredible their, job with the lack of resources. With the lack of resources. The A's did that for a long mm-hmm. time. They finally caught up with them. But you, right. just, you just can't win a championship with that. Yeah, Randy, that Randy Arazarena for Matthew Levator. I'm not, I'm not really yeah, sure about that Yeah, that was that a, one. a bad deal. Uh, they've done some other good things, but that was a bad deal unquestionably. So, yeah. all right. So we're here in the Dome, and we have championship games going on, and that's great, and we're thrilled. Uh, to be part of that again this year. And, of course, we brought every one of them to you thus far. And as I mentioned, we're going to bring every one of them to you today. All right, Ed, so your takeaway thus far with the five championship games we've seen. Well, the games have been a lot better. I mean, you know, I think that, um, look, fair is fair. Uh, You and I have both been critical of the split. I still don't like it, but I think this is much, much, much better. And... uh, uh, this is all Eddie Bonine's doing and with the executive committee, but with his leadership. And I think that if you're not going to have a reunified playoffs, that this is the next best thing. And you look at all the games. I mean, yesterday's games, they were all tremendous. You know, a, a four-point game between Lafayette Christian and St. Thomas More. Of course, a uh, four-point game between uh, St. Charles Catholic and Dunham. You know, a seven-point game last night. I think, what was it, 17 nothing Homer and Oak Grove? 13 nothing. No, 17 is right, correct. Right. And right. then what was the, the late game was? 28-14. 28-14, right. Washtenaw Christian right. over Vermillion so Catholic. The, so the, the, the widest margin of victory you've had in five games is 17, which is by far the most equal playing field that you've had since the split mm-hmm. started. Because you'd come to some of these games that were so-called championship games, and they were over, um, you know, in the first five to ten minutes. And we could, we could cite those ad nauseum if you go back and look at the, at the record book. So I think it's been, without a doubt, the best since 2012. Um, the only thing that I would ask is, you know, is anything going to change? My guess is it probably won't for a while. Because uh, the only thing, the only people that I think would be really unhappy about all of this, really unhappy. Now, there's levels of unhappiness, but I think the only people that would be really unhappy about this right now would be the public schools that were pushed onto the select side. Because it's going to get harder for them. It, it will. Has. It's will, but some of them, I think, are okay with it. But you're right. So, Matt, you, you come from a traditional public school. And what I mean by that is a district-only public school. When they went to the split in 2013, they screwed it up to begin with because when you categorize select and non-select, there were a, a ton, a slew of public schools that were clearly select schools, which 
by my definition, is you choose the school, the school doesn't choose you, mm-hmm. clearly. So the terminology was wrong, and based on the terminology, it shouldn't have occurred that way. If you wanted it to be that way, then it should have just been public and private, which it was not. But it's basically what it ended up being. Now it's truly select and non-select. Whether you like or dislike the policies of the LHSAA, I think they got this right. Failing getting back together, which we all wish would happen, they got it right because now you've got schools that do take children from outside of their respective districts competing with the other select schools, which is as it should be. So as I've said a million times, and I want your perspective, I think that it has a chance to stick, and here's why, because now two out of three factions are pleased. The traditional public schools should be absolutely thrilled. No disrespect to Lutcher or North DeSoto playing in here today or to Manny and Union Parish playing in here today, but they're traditional public schools, and they're not having to compete with the open enrollment public schools for championships, which is what they want. And then, of course, the private schools like this as well because now they've got real brackets. So the only uh-huh. one, as Ed said, that might be yeah, a little bit opposed would be the, the, the non-traditional public school, which is a quote-unquote select school now. It's, yeah. yeah, go ahead. Go ahead and then let Matt. No, no. Yeah. You know, Matt, you would agree it's, it's not the best, but it's much, much better. Is that mm-hmm. accurate? Oh, absolutely. All right, so you competed at Spring Hill as a traditional public school against Evangel and had a really difficult time doing so, and and, and against others of that ilk. How do you feel about it, and, and what do you think about what's been done? Well, when I think when the split first happened, it was, the, it was public school animosity against the private schools, and that was unfounded because— it, All the it, private schools are just a few. I, I think, well, it was, it was two. We all yeah, know who sure, the two were. Of course. But it all geared the focus at the private schools, but— the select, non-select, if you're going to split it the way it is now, is certainly more fair and more balanced. What should have happened, though, is from the get-go, there never should have been four different private divisions. There just weren't enough schools, right. and that created an even more watered-down private-slash-select playoff bracket than what you had in the public. The thing I don't know is when you get to the next voting – you know, the traditional public schools, you're right, the ones who don't have to now compete against the charters and the magnet schools, th- this works out beautifully for them. But how many of them are still going to be partial to their brethren who are at a public school it's a good question. with a charter or a magnet and think that, well, I still want to compete against him, but I don't want to compete against Evangel. I don't want to compete against Curtis. or I don't want to compete against Washita Christian. And vote to let them come back in and be part of them because they are a quote-unquote public school even if they do have an open enrollment and not a traditional private school that's the part i don't know and i I think there's still i think there's some sentiment out there i don't know if there's enough for two-thirds vote but i think there's some of that sentiment out there um so i i think it's going to be close but i the way they've got it split now this is as fair as it's been since we've had the split and the way the LHSAA has done the playoffs this year with the, the four divisions and the select, non-select, even though a lot of people struggled to figure out why is a 3A team in Division Two and another 3A team in Division Three, the, they've balanced it out really well. And from week one, we've had probably the best four weeks of playoffs we've had in a decade in this state. And the state championships, like Ed was saying, all five of these games so far have been – Pretty good. And yesterday was one of the best Fridays we've had in the Dome in a long, long time. I go on stations around the state with some of our affiliates and others, and I still think the best plan of all is six classes, even though I'm a big fan of four and would prefer that. 
And what I mean by that is you might be able to get people to support, you know, the 6A super class if you allowed the highest enrollment schools in the state to all play to that 6A level plus anyone else that wants to play up, such as John Curtis, which would do it unquestionably. And there's probably a few others because what that accomplishes is you put the highest enrollment schools and you put the most powerful programs together. And that opens up the field for everyone else to compete. I think there's a lot of ways to do it. Uh, Morals of the story, this is better. We all agree. It's still not optimum, but it's better. Because before we get back to Ed, the fact of the matter is when you played, you took the field, you knew you had no chance against Evangel. You had no chance to compete with them based upon what they were doing. First of all, they had great players. They were really well coached. Uh, they were getting them in and allowing them in, which was their prerogative based on the ministry, and they did it that way, just like John Curtis owns its own school, and they can they can do it their way, and that's their prerogative, and that's good. That's th- what they do. That's what happens when you own something yourself. You make that decision. At the end of the day, you got to monetize the product. But that said, you took the field. You felt like you didn't have any chance to, to compete, did you? No, we were, we were the number four team in the state, and we played them my sophomore year, and we were their homecoming opponent that year. And, um, and by the way, you haven't lived until you've been – uh, the homecoming opponent for Evangel and had to wait through every senior girl to be named as the homecoming queen. So um, I hope anybody gets a chance to experience that. But we didn't. We knew as soon as the ball kicked off, the game you know the game was over. And at halftime, it's 42 to nothing. And, I mean, we, we didn't even care about running clock at that point. Let's just get back on the bus and go home because this is, you know, this is, um, I mean, it's, it's painful. And, and then to top it off on top of that, then the rub salt in the wound, when you finally get a fourth down stop, they run a fake punt, throw a 70-yard touchdown pass. That pretty much sealed the deal right there on, um, on all animosity for the rest of life. Well, a lot of people that had to play John Curtis when they were 2A class all those years felt the same way. It's, you know, we're taking yeah, but the LHSAA made but them play in but that's what, class. But yeah. you didn't let me finish. Yeah. So what happens is they change the rule and allow teams to play up and look – whether you love or dislike John Curtis or Evangel, they did everything they could to help the association. They both played up to the highest level with their enrollments when they were allowed to do so. And when they did so, it evened off things a bit. They didn't win every year. They competed well, but they didn't win every year. And we've seen that uh, with John Curtis getting back here for the first time since 2018 in the game to be played tonight. So they've done whatever they can do to try to make this better. I don't know what else they can do. But I always, and you take them out of the equation, I always kind of scoffed at the notion that these private schools are football factories. you got Brother Martin playing in here tonight. They've won one state championship, and that came after the merger of two schools the year after it with St. Aloysius and Coriezu, which is why they were really good at that time. They've been to one other, 1989. Jesuit didn't win a state championship for 54 years. Ed and I, our alma mater, it took 50 years for our school to win a state championship. Archbishop Shaw has won one state championship. Holy Cross hasn't won a state championship since 1963. St. Augustine, for all of its prowess, has not won a state championship since 1979. So I, I just kind of chuckle at the notion of these football powers, per se, that, that you hear you heard all the time when this split was was being fostered, and I, I just I just kind of laughed at it because it simply wasn't true. Well, you know, I was standing down here in the corner yesterday. Oh, by the way, I didn't mention Dillasal. Yeah. I've never won one. Yeah. Go ahead. I was standing down here in the uh, in the uh, corner down here uh, of the end zone yesterday, hoping to see some of the St. Charles game before I went back to the station, which of course didn't happen. So I'm watching the end of the uh, St. Thomas More Lafayette Christian game, and I had a, a coach. 
um, come up to me and say, you know, um, all the schools are recruiting now. And um, I, I just listen. I, I've heard it all over the last 10, 11 years, or even longer, going back to 1997 when I was here and people were complaining about all of this. Here's a, the, the one question that I would ask, and I understand how Matt feels about the whole evangel thing. Why weren't the same people saying the same things about West Monroe, who was recruiting the entire yeah. low for the entire lower 48? Okay, they had players coming in from everywhere, and and look, all of those players were eligible based on the rules. All right, so I'm not accusing anybody of cheating, but I heard the same things about Evangel and Curtis for years. All mm-hmm. right, they were the the absolutely. Uh, Worst example of everything that's wrong with high school sports. But when West Monroe was reeling off 5A championship after 5A championship, I didn't hear one thing about it. When Brady James left West Monroe, left Wasman, transferred, won a state championship at West Monroe in the, in, the, in the fall, and then went back to Wasman in the spring and graduated, I didn't hear one thing. I didn't hear a peep, all right? But as soon as Robert Davis left Logansport, who was a great wide receiver, and went to Evangel, okay, it was the end of the world as we know it. So people can perceive it any way they want. None of that's ever going to change. Okay, that's why, you know, I've always said about Manny, all right, they're, they're an excellent football program. I'm not going to take anything away from Extremely them. well coached. Okay, but, but don't crow about everything you've done when you've set the rules up to benefit yourself. And that's what they've done. They've set the rules up to benefit themselves. If they want to, they want to be regarded as a powerhouse. Okay, then play everybody. And you know what? Here's the thing: Isidore Newman has a very nice program, and they're not here today. But I guarantee you, I guarantee you, if their big tight end Will Randall had played against Manny, they'd have beaten Manny. Oh, I don't know if they'd have beaten him. They'd okay. have had a chance. All right. Yeah. They'd and it was a close a game, anyhow. Yeah. But my 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 point is, my point is, people can perceive it. Uh, any way, any way they want, but here, but I kept hearing that it was about John Curtis and Evangel, but that's not the case, okay? In my opinion, it's well, it not, was initially, initially, but not anymore. No, because, I agree with because you because it's all about getting to this game, okay? And the and and if people can structure it, the easiest path to get to this game, they want to say that they got to the dome. That's all that matters, or they got to the state championship game. That's all they want to say. That's the most important thing. And there's a lot of people in the, in the state that were ready to fix the rules whatever way they had to do to give their school the best chance to get here. And that's all it was about after a while. I want to let Matt comment, then we'll get to break. But I was talking with Lamar Gafford last night, who's one of our contributors and a great guy, and he'll be doing our game story today for the second game for Crescent City Sports. And Lamar and I were reminiscing about the girls' basketball championships at Rapids Coliseum a few years, about, what, four or five years ago? Uh-huh. And during the course of this 12 championship setup in basketball, uh-huh. and we had two schools playing for a championship, both local, and I don't want to go with the names. It has nothing to do with whether how good they yeah, were. Both or not. had losing records. One had a losing record. The other one was like a game over 500. Game over 500. And one of them won a state championship. So, uh-huh. and and again, is that truly what you want? And well, obviously those schools don't want that. They didn't choose that. But that's kind of what well, we've been dealing with. And, and I'll let Matt comment before we get to break. Go ahead, Ed. You want no, to finish? Well, one other thing, you know. Um, my wife and I and our organization were involved last year in getting the girls select basketball championships to the Lario Center. All right, we were heavily involved. We wanted to, we wanted it to run as well as we could, 
And we wanted a state championship event to go to the, to the Ilario Center, which we think is a great building and is the perfect size for a girls' state championship like that. But we, in, even in the midst of all of that, we didn't have a lot of close games. <laughs> I, you know, the, the championships uh, in the semifinals, a lot of those games were lopsided. And, um, you know, that's, I, I, I don't think that's what we're, you know, I don't think that's what we're supposed to, to be about. But, you know, this has been going on a long time. It look, is. Look, my, my, my oldest child, Aaron, uh, played for Ridgewood. She was the eighth best player on three state championship teams at Ridgewood, right? And she had a great experience, learned so much uh, from Chuck Dorvin and Charlie Domino, who are both outstanding basketball coaches, and learned so much about hard work and discipline and all that stuff, really benefited her whole life. Right. But, you know, when when she when Aaron was in, in that in the late 90s and she was playing in those games, okay, they played Rapides in, in one of those state championship games. And you wouldn't believe uh, some of the negativity that was hurled at our girls about us being a basketball factory, all right? And, and we had a bunch of little kids like her who were just playing, playing basketball. So this stuff's been going on. And you know what? It's not going to change. So I don't care anymore. All right, Matt, your thought before we get to break. Here. Well, to you, you know, to your point, Ed, about West Monroe, the uh, two things I'd say about that is one, I, I think unequivocally, Don Chow's was the best recruiter of the '90s of anybody in the state. I think there's no doubt about uh -huh. that. But two, I think the reason why you didn't hear the upcry is because West Monroe is a was a public school, and the other public schools were all trying to do the same thing if they could, which was get a kid to move in their district uh -huh. into their well, zone. How is that so different? He, how is that different from the private school then? Well, because then, because what the public schools would then say is that, well, hey, it's no fair because that kid is going to this school where this school doesn't have a district that he's got to live in. He can live anywhere and come uh -huh. to that school. And well, that was the part they didn't. Yeah, love. but well, we, we need to quit talking about where they live. Okay. This issue is not about recruiting. Right. It's not about where you live. It's about money. Yeah. And it always has been, and it always will be. What are they paying to go to school? If any parent or any child chooses to pay to go to school, that's their prerogative. God bless well, them. That's a but it's all about how much they're paying or if they're paying. And if they are paying and they're paying a reasonable amount or a substantial amount, what's your problem? Right. Wherever you live, yeah, who right. cares? But, you know, um, when, when, Aaron, when Aaron went to Ridgewood, okay, Aaron went to Ridgewood, Aaron took the entrance exam for, for a New Orleans Catholic school and a very good one, okay? And she decided, she told me one day, Dad, I don't want to do that. I want to go to Ridgewood. Okay. Well, Aaron didn't live in Ridgewood's district, but there were districts, okay? Ridgewood was a private school. Aaron did not live in, River, we did not live in Ridgewood's district. So when Aaron went to Ridgewood, she did not have a chance to play JV basketball as an eighth grader. She had to sit out a year. Because that was the rule. In fact, mm -hmm. I had one of the JV coaches come to me and say, I think we're going to put her in at a game. And I said, no, you are not. I said, she is not going into any games because I'm not getting into this stuff about my child played and she was ineligible. I know what the rule is, okay, and she's not doing that. So, but my point is, is that Aaron had to go, had to go there and sit out a year and she didn't get a chance to play as a JV player, and they played probably 30 games, and it retarded her development as a player because she didn't get to play in games. And as you know, Matt, as, as a former player, games are different than practice. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And, and she didn't get a chance to do that. So she, she, with the rules, 
dictated. But that's the one thing that blew my mind about all the evangel and Curtis vitriol all these years. West Monroe was a football factory in, in West Monroe, Louisiana. But none of those schools in North Louisiana, Jane Griffin and Norman Booker, weren't complaining about West Monroe. You know why? And how many championships because, did Haynesville win? Right, because they were they were one of theirs. Okay, mm-hmm. so it was going to be a totally a different perception. One was evil, one was okay, and that's how they op- operated. Yeah. Listen, last thought on that: two things. Number one, my nephew Jason Sheck Snyder pitched on a state championship team at that 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 athletic juggernaut ridgewood okay right and yeah please give me a break they earned it and, and they fought like crazy and that was a fantastic accomplishment they don't even have athletics now basically so and then the second part of that is yeah the the animosity is frustrating because we sat here and did the 2009 state championship game when west monroe beat rummel in rummel's first appearance ever when they were very young and the final was 30 to nothing but it was 23 nothing with two minutes left and uh, Rummel not even calling time, just letting the clock run out. Must Monroe throws a 25-yard touchdown pass, and then they're celebrating and laughing about it. Uh, you know, so but why, look, why I didn't mean, we? Why again, didn't we? I guarantee, you, if JT had done that, okay, the oh, world, been the world right? as yeah. we know it would have ended. Okay, yeah. it would it would have been over, <laughs> yeah. and they would have been the ultimate evil empire. So yeah. people can look. I went to the state uh, legislature thing after the split, yeah. non-select and select. Okay, and, the, and, and it was a joint House and Senate committee, and I knew it was a sham when I walked in the door. But the principal at Winfield, okay, the principal at Winfield said, our 140-pound yeah, players I I got are playing against their 280-pounders. Well, here's one thing. I immediately checked the Winfield roster. I didn't see one 140-pound child on their roster. Plus, that year that she was all in a wad about in 2011 when they lost to Curtis, they had more SEC players that year than John Curtis did. But you'd never hear that. And look, Winfield and Curtis probably don't belong uh, playing together. Whatever. I mean, I, I, I don't, you know, but it's not going to change. I, I don't think it's going to ever be back to the, to, to the way it was. And this is, the, this is the best thing that we can do in the meantime. But, but don't give me this fake outrage stuff only when it suits what you try to frame the picture as. And that's what it was when one school who did the same thing that another school was doing was all of a sudden a huge problem. All right, we owe you a break. Let's take that here, 504-260-1061, as we continue live from the Caesar Superdome. Three tailgaters show back in a moment here on Nash Icon 106.1 FM and at NashFM1061.com. If you want to be treated right, you go to Bergeron. Bergeron will give you the best deal. You just know you can trust these people. They're from here. They get me. You know, buying a car doesn't have to be a scary experience. It's anything but a Bergeron. Everybody knows that. Everybody. I grew up with a Bergeron. I went to school with a Bergeron. This is the fourth car I've bought from here. That makes me a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a bourgeois. Get out of here. I'm a Bergeron. Everybody knows a Bergeron. Bergeron Automotive on Veterans in Metairie. Are you seeing pink everywhere? Demo Diva Hot Pink Dumpsters are painting the town pink. Clean out your business, your building, or your closet. Rent one of our pink dumpsters. Don't feel blue. Don't see red. Catch the vibe. Get the pink. Demo Diva. We service commercial, industrial, and residential customers. 504-486-4121. 
Demo Diva taking it down to the dirt. DemoDiva.com. With over 15 acres of cars and trucks at the Lamarck Automotive Complex, there must be a reason. Buying a new car shouldn't be complicated. That's why our expert staff is here to help. I've been selling new Ford cars and trucks since 1970. It's over 50 years. Wow, there must be a reason. With your lifestyle and budget in mind, our finance team works hard to be the best in the business. Only at Lamarck Ford, at the Lamarck Automotive Complex. There must be a reason. Cumulus New Orleans has an immediate opening for a radio and digital account executive. Excellent earning potential, incredible benefits, and wonderful working conditions. Outside sales experience preferred. To apply, go to Cumulus.com and click on Work Here. That's Cumulus.com. Join the winning team today at Cumulus Media New Orleans and change your life for the better. Radio and digital marketing is a high energy, fun, and exciting career. Apply at Cumulus.com, an equal opportunity employer. This is Kevin Mamahat. For most of us, the largest single purchase we'll ever make is when buying a home. That's why thousands of homeowners each year choose to protect their largest investment with Rhino Shield. Rhino Shield is the only international architectural ceramic coating that gives residential and commercial owners peace of mind. Along with our 25-year warranty, our ceramic coating reflects the ultraviolet rays we experience here in Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama, keeping your home cooler with less strain on your air conditioner. And it's more affordable than you think. So give us a call for your free estimate, 504-407-2222, or visit rhinoshieldmidsouth.com. Call now, and you can get the guaranteed protection of Rhino Shield for 20% off the regular price, 407-2222, or visit rhinoshieldmidsouth.com. Don't paint, don't Rhino, go Rhino Shield. Never paint your house again, Rhino Shield. Bring in the new year with the 89th All-State Sugar Bowl. Since 1935, the Sugar Bowl has been a New Orleans New Year's tradition. And this year, the best of the SEC and Big 12 will square off on New Year's Eve in the Caesars Superdome. So kick off your New Year's celebration with a college football masterpiece. For tickets, visit AllStateSugarBowl.org and download the free Sugar Bowl mobile app. The All-State Sugar Bowl is presented by Allstate, the Louisiana Office of Tourism, and Taco Bell. Top service, locally owned, outstanding deals, conveniently located, professionals motivated to sell where the customer comes first. That describes the experience at Premier Automotive Group, where you'll find the best prices anywhere on Toyota, Honda, Nissan, and Kia. Premier Automotive offers a warranty for life on its vehicles and a money-back guarantee. Visit my friend Troy Duhon in one of his outstanding dealerships. Toyota of New Orleans, I-10 Service Road near Bullard in New Orleans East. Premier Honda at the I-10 Service Road at Bullard. Premier Nissan at Veterans in Metairie, and Premier Kia at Veterans in Kenner. Just tuning in? We're just getting started with the Three Tailgaters Show on 106.1 Nash Icon, NashFM1061.com, and through CrescentCitySports.com. What are you waiting for? Call 504-260-1061 to talk all sports all the time. Now back to Ken Trahan and Ed Daniels. Hey, Matt Sims with us, and we're going to let Manuel Peppas jump in, too. We're live from the Caesars Superdome, where the... Oxner football prep classic LHSAA state championships continue with three games here today and of course we're going to get into the Saints and Pelicans surely want to talk about the Pelicans don't we and then also Tulane LSU and everything else here during the course of the show 
1061. Again, we've got Lutcher North DeSoto coming up at noon. Pre-game show 12, 1145. It's 1145. And you can hear that one on Nash Icon 1061 FM at NashFM1061.com and through CrescentCitySports.com. And then at uh, 3.30 or so, the Manny Union Parish game. You can listen to that live through CrescentCitySports.com, streaming audio. The banner's right at the top, as many people have discovered and have listened. And then, of course, the night game tonight on 106.1 FM, Nash Icon, and at NashFM1061.com. It's Brother Martin and John Curtis Christian. All right, guys, so let's talk a little bit about these games today. Ed, we'll start with you. Lutcher and North DeSoto. This looks to me like it's going to be a high-scoring game. When you look at the offenses of these teams, and Lutcher averaging 44.6 points a game and North DeSoto 44.7 points a game. That's a very interesting comparison when you talk about two of the most prolific offenses in the state. And North DeSoto's done it with a freshman quarterback, Luke Delafield, who's just been tremendous as a freshman this year. Passed for 36 touchdowns as a freshman, and he's rushed for two for a pretty notable name, Dennis Dunn, his coach. Oh, boy. Who's a really good football coach. And Great to football this week. coach. Let me, let me say this. You treat people how they treat you. I Absolutely. always had a really good relationship with Dennis Dunn. Love Dennis. He couldn't be nicer to me. He's yeah. always been that way since I first met him in 1990. Right. And he's obviously a really good football coach. This guy went to Louisiana College where nobody wins. He was 65 and 45. At Louisiana College. Uh-huh. And then North DeSoto has never been to the semifinals in the history of the program. They're in the finals. Right. He's a really good football coach, and he's got a good team. Oh, I don't I don't think there's a, there's any doubt. Matt? What a perfect are, segue from Matt, talking there, about a Vandal. We'll set you up there, Matt, buddy. Are, are there people actually at a North Louisiana public school pulling for Dennis Dunn today? They're in... Uh, Come Stone, on, Matt. In Stonewall, Louisiana, you can bet every single one of them is. Well, people and forget I, he was the coach at Woodlawn, and he yes, was also he was. the coach at Pineville. I yeah. think those were probably oh, the no. last time I checked, Matt. No, they were. Yeah. And, and, Matt, I'm just yanking your chain a little bit, but I just find We're it, killing him today with I the just, Cubs I, and now with Evangel, man. You know, I'm going to send him the link of Wilson Contreras' press conference. I think you should. I think, I think he and Catherine should watch it. Without a doubt. Uh, tomorrow as, as some little entertainment during the day. Yeah, it's Sunday, so in, in your in your parlance, that's called penance, I think, right? Penance, yeah, exactly. Okay, not penance, as in P N N A N which we which we're incredibly familiar with in St. Louis. Exactly, we get a lot of them. Yeah, no question about it. But it's all good. So, look, he's. I know you would concede that he's a really good football coach, Matt. He's a phenomenal. He's a phenomenal football coach, and he's he's done it at a public school where he has had to deal with what's in his enrollment in his district he hasn't had the luxury of whatever we were just talking about and I think this has really shown at, at, and been a testament to how good of a coach he is and this isn't a this isn't a one-hit wonder he has built North DeSoto into a program you know I talked about Spring Hill being a homecoming opponent to Evangel North DeSoto was a homecoming opponent in our round when I played there to there show you, you how far up north he's brought you. north to soda. Well, well, did y'all well, run up the score on him when you were, were there with yeah. your homecoming yeah, opponent? Did you? Did you? Yes, he did. You see? See that? that no. He's not That's answering. It's a double standard, so, man. It's a double standard. Without a doubt. Now, now, you I, didn't know you were going to get all of this when he you came he in here really. today. Look, here's what I'm looking at. Delafield's a freshman, and then their best player otherwise is Cole Corey. He's got 67 catches. He's a sophomore. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, so and then they got a freshman running back in Kenny Thomas. Well, you talk. So I about, think they got a good future. You talk about about this game. To me, is it all balls down to one thing: Can North DeSoto tackle Lutcher's quarterback? Correct. Dewanye Winfield. And right. When you look at Winfield, 
2,347 yards, 37 touchdowns rushing. He's passed for 1,881 yards and 29 scores. My math tells me that's 66 touchdowns he's accounted for this year, so that's not too bad. And again, to run the ball 17 straight times for 83 yards, taking over nine minutes to win a football game last week was on I don't know that I've ever seen that. And, and well, I know I haven't seen it, so I can yeah. certainly certainly say that. So I would say Lutcher's the favorite today? Slight favorite. I, I wouldn't uh-huh. give them a big edge, but because they've got a senior quarterback and, uh-huh. and the other team has a freshman and because Dwayne Jenkins has been here before, I think there's a yeah, lot they to understand that. Look, talking ice last night and Willie, they both felt, and Nelson too, they all felt strongly. Man, the team that's been here, the coach that's been here has a tremendous advantage. We'll get into Brother Martin, but, you know, Nelson and, of course, his best friends are Mark Bonice, and and he's been talking to him day and night, day and night. And, you know, Mark, it's all about the process. And he's going over every single minutia detail imaginable to make sure he's got every minute structured properly because he's never been this here before and done this before. So it's a different experience. And we saw that last night. Manuel Pep is with us now. In that game we saw last night, you had what? Nine false starts, and it was all about the lights and the crowd noise, and they were nervous, and they didn't handle it real well. Yeah, you never really know until you get here who's going to handle the bright lights because it's a different story when you're talking about trying to prepare and trying to practice and trying to kind of simulate that crowd noise to the best of your ability and then actually going through it. And like you talked about with uh, with Rustin and Destrahan last night, it was a very jittery start. So North DeSoto being a new shooter here, I, the one thing, though, that really impresses me, the, outside of the fact of how young and how bright of a future their offense has, how they defensively can take some of the best options from other teams away. And I think that's kind of flown a little bit under the radar this year, but they're certainly going to get the ultimate test right. today. Well, right. They, so beat, they beat the stew out of the number one seed, yeah. Ed, last week. Right. So so how do you take quarterback power away, Manny? <laughs> that, that's, that's when, gonna, when, a, when they just line up and run quarterback yeah, power at you the entire game. It, it's certainly going to be something right. that I don't think North DeSoto has, right. has, has seen uh, rather rather schematically or athletically. Right. So, hey. yeah, this is this is going to be right. the big test today. So so you tell me, Matt, you can take it away in the first quarter, but can you take it away when they've run it 30 times in the third quarter? It's a little different deal, correct? I mean, uh, I, I'm not familiar with a defense that has you know, three or four spies um, back there in the backfield to account for his mobility and his ability to uh, evade tackles. You know, it's one thing to have a spy there, but when you've got a quarterback like DeWine Winfield who can break tackles, make you miss, what good does a spy do you if he's laying face first on the ground and Winfield's 20 yards down the field? You know, if I'm North DeSoto, what I did is I watched the daylights out of the St. Charles Catholic game film to figure out what did the Comets do to, to beat him because they were the team, the really the only team that had that success. And Winfield still almost won that game, throwing a Hail Mary that looked like it was going to be the game-winning touchdown to Michael Holtar tackled the guy at the three-yard line. So, that, that I mean, that's this is going to be the biggest test the Griffins have had all season, without a doubt. This is a quarterback they have not seen. They have not played against mm-hmm. a kid of this caliber up there. And, and they're doing it in front of the bright lights in a place none of them probably have ever dreamed about being in. All right, and then, then if, you, if, if, you, if you gang up and you, and you hope to stop him running, then he's going to throw one of those 50-50 balls to one of those receivers, and you got to get that too. So as a defensive coach and as a, as a defense, there's a lot of pressure on you, agree? There is. There is a lot of pressure. And yeah. you're, um, 
Yeah. If you if you're gonna go that, if you're gonna try to press them, then that means you're going you're going man coverage against those receivers that you are really then hoping that they're going to find a way to bat down that 50-50 ball, and I just don't think that's a winning combination for you. you might, they might succeed again in that one or two times, but if he's throwing that multiple times, he's going to connect on a couple of them. And with the speed Lutcher has, if he connects, they're probably taking that to the house. Should Lutcher win, that would be 3-0 and for River Parish teams to win state championships here in the Dome. Before we get to break, and after break we'll talk about Curtis, Brother Martin, then we'll get into Tulane, LSU, the Saints, and Pelicans, but the second game is Manny and Union Parish live at CrescentCitySports.com and Emmanuel and Matt will have that one. Emmanuel, that's kind of all about one guy on each side, right? Uh, Trey Holly, who's been unbelievable, uh, the all-time leading rusher in Louisiana prep football history for the Farmers, and Tackett Curtis for Manny, who's just a terrific football player, and by all accounts, talking to Nelson Stewart, really good young man, as well uh, those two guys get so much attention and rightfully so it's certainly going to be a treat to watch uh, those two guys and certainly those two teams and matt and i were actually talking about it off air yesterday but really one of the things that stood out is how union parish can turn over other teams as well and the amount of turnovers they forced they they forced this year and Everything that Trey Holly has done, we, we've talked about his exploits uh, offensively this year, but he just does so much uh, for that team in total. Uh, it, it's going to be really fun to watch those guys today. It will be, Matt, and you're calling a game uh, with Manny there, and obviously that's, that's a good matchup. Those are two good programs, consistently good. They were both here last year and both lost, so somebody's going to win. It's a redemption tour of sorts. They did, and, and they're two very strong physical football teams. Yeah, that's going to be a testosterone game. It's huh? the type of game where if you're a 7-on-7 seven seven fan, then you're going to be in for a miserable <laughs> three hours because you're not going to see 7-on-7 seven seven anywhere. But – so you would think that would that would lend itself to being a low-scoring game, but these two teams played each other last year, and Union Parish won 42-32. to 32. They sure did. So um, I think that we're going to actually be on alert for potential prep classic records to fall for all-time you know, cumulative rushing attempts, maybe rushing touchdowns, rushing first downs, <laughs> because we're not going to see the ball in the air very much, no. guys. Manny's, that, Manny's thrown it 27 times all season. That's it. And that that's going to give Ed a chance to get JT in the studio on time because that game will move pretty quickly. All right, we owe you a break here. When we return, we'll talk about John Curtis, Christian, Brother Martin, and then we'll talk about the Saints and Pelicans and LSU and Tulane. All that to come as we continue with the three tailgater show live from the Caesar Superdome here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon and at NashFM1061.com and at CrescentCitySports.com. Hey, sports fans, this is Louisiana State Treasurer John Schroeder. Teamwork is critical to success. This is why my team at Unclaimed Property wants to return your cash to you. Right now, there are over $1 billion that belong to Louisiana citizens. Unclaimed Property has lost or forgotten money from bank accounts, stocks, bonds, wages, insurance, and investment payouts never received. But don't worry, the Louisiana Treasury team is here to help. We've found your money and want to return it to you. Visit lacashclaim.org for your cash. Top service, locally owned, outstanding deals, conveniently located, professionals motivated to sell where the customer comes first. That describes the experience at Premier Automotive Group, where you'll find the best prices anywhere on Toyota, Honda, Nissan, and Kia. Premier Automotive offers a warranty for life on its vehicles and a money-back guarantee. Visit my friend Troy Duhon in one of his outstanding dealerships. Toyota of New Orleans, I-10 Service Road near Bullard in New Orleans East. Premier Honda at the I-10 Service Road at Bullard. Premier Nissan at Veterans in Metairie, and Premier Kia at Veterans in Kenner. 
Dell's Days of Deals start now with fresh limited quantity deals each day on tech to power every passion. Save on select XPS laptops and Alienware PCs powered by 12th gen Intel Core processors. Don't forget, special pricing on the latest monitors, docks, and accessories. Plus, free shipping on everything and monthly payment options with Dell Preferred Account. Just call 877-ASK-DELL for Days of Deals savings. That's 877-ASK-DELL. Unlimited talk, text, and data for as low as 10 bucks a month. Red Pocket Mobile saves their customers an average of $600 a year. How? With no mandatory bundles or wasted money on celebrity endorsements. Keep your same number and phone, cell network, and lightning-fast 5G coverage. You don't even have to leave the house to switch. Simply go to redpocket.com. Right now, during their extended Black Friday sale, ditch your old carrier and get a new iPhone on Red Pocket. Go to redpocket.com. That's redpocket.com. Conditions apply. Are you seeing pink everywhere? Demo Diva Hot Pink Dumpsters are painting the town pink. Clean out your business, your building, or your closet. Rent one of our pink dumpsters. Don't feel blue. Don't see red. Catch the vibe. Get the pink. Demo Diva. We service commercial, industrial, and residential customers. 504-486-4121. Demo Diva. Taking it down to the dirt. DemoDiva.com. This is Kevin Mamahat. For most of us, the largest single purchase we'll ever make is when buying a home. That's why thousands of homeowners each year choose to protect their largest investment with Rhino Shield. Rhino Shield is the only international architectural ceramic coating that gives residential and commercial owners peace of mind. Along with our 25-year warranty, our ceramic coating reflects the ultraviolet rays we experience here in Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama, keeping your home cooler with less strain on your air conditioner. And it's more affordable than you think. So give us a call for your free estimate, 504-407-2222, or visit rhinoshieldmidsouth.com. Call now, and you can get the guaranteed protection of Rhino Shield for 20% off the regular price, 407-2222, or visit rhinoshieldmidsouth.com. Don't paint, don't rhino, go Rhino Shield. Never paint your house again, Rhino Shield. Bring in the new year with the 89th All-State Sugar Bowl. Since 1935, the Sugar Bowl has been a New Orleans New Year's tradition. And this year, the best of the SEC and Big 12 will square off on New Year's Eve in the Caesars Superdome. So kick off your New Year's celebration with a college football masterpiece. For tickets, visit AllStateSugarBowl.org and download the free Sugar Bowl mobile app. The All-State Sugar Bowl is presented by Allstate, the Louisiana Office of Tourism, and Taco Bell. You want the total sports package? Let's talk prep, college, pro, all sports, all the time. You get it all from the three tailgaters on 1061 Nash Icon, NashFM1061.com, and through CrescentCitySports.com with Ken and Ed. Give us a call, 504-260-1061. And we're live from the Caesars Superdome, where we have the three state championship games to come today, starting at 12 at Lutcher North DeSoto, 1145 pregame. On 106.1 FM Nash Icon and NashFM1061.com, then Union Parish and Manny, which you can listen to through CrescentCitySports.com, and then the finale tonight, which we'll talk about now between John Curtis Christian and Brother Martin. Of course, John Curtis, 26 state championships officially, by far the most in Louisiana history, and back here for the first time since 2018. Brother Martin here for the first time since 1989. 
and looking for its second state championship in the program's history. And obviously, it's a big night for Brother Martin, and they'll have a gigantic crowd here because of the expectations being what they are and the excitement that's been created in that that school's entire family. Look, my son-in-law is a Brother Martin graduate. He's coming to the game tonight. He's excited as can be, and that's, that's kind of the way you feel when your school gets there. I, I remember very vividly when Archbishop Rumble got there for the first time in 2009, how exciting that was, and they sold almost 14,000 tickets for that game. It was such an incredible level of excitement. And that's going to be what it's like for Brother Martin tonight. My suspicion is that and uh, Brother Martin will have an enormous crowd and they'll have, they'll have by far the most fans uh, that we've seen thus far in the Classic, yeah. I would think. Yeah, it's great. I mean, you know, look, uh, it's, it's been a long time since they've been here and they've been very close over the last few years and, and suffered a lot of heartbreaks. And it's, it's great to see them uh, uh, finally break through. And I know that... Uh, you have a lot of friends on their staff and, and at their school, and uh, I can say that, um, you know, when I go there, I'm always treated well. Good and people. I, good people, and, and I, I'm, uh, I'm thrilled for their success, and I hope they have a great crowd tonight, and I, I hope we have a, uh, a great game. And, and, you know, I'm just going to go read my disclaimer right now. I have no dog in this fight tonight, okay? I am a reporter tonight. So... Um, <laughs> and so am I because yeah, we're doing a broadcast for Brother Martin tonight. But right, that doesn't matter. We're right, gonna, you're we're doing report the facts you're doing a, exactly. Okay, you're yes. doing you're doing a job, and right. I'm just I'm just reading that disclaimer right now because because I just followed up because every every year when Rumble plays Curtis, everybody that knows me knows where I went to school, and I you know it's it, it's blowback about all of that. And my deal is, look. Uh, when I'm when I'm on somebody's campus, and this is the way it's been for the last 40 years, I don't talk about uh, where I went to school or any of that kind of stuff. That's not my uh, representation at that time. So I hope we have a great game tonight. I hope we have a huge crowd, and I wish both schools well. And I do too, because and they're right. both both great friends of ours, and have so much admiration for both of these coaches. Uh, Mark Bonice is one of the quality people at, in the industry. And one of the quality persons you'll ever meet in this industry, and I'm I'm proud to call the guy a friend. He's a superb <laughs> individual. Just he's been through, he's been through hell with his family for the past yes. four years. Yes. It's been, but his faith has yep. really carried him a yeah, long yes. way, and I just have so much admiration for him. And JT Curtis is uh, is weathered every storm. He's just a good man who yep. has done it. He's done it in a remarkable fashion for a long period of time. He's had to take the slings and arrows continuously. I'm not saying they've done everything right because they haven't. There have been some things that along the way they weren't, yep. but you could say that about everybody. The fact well, of the I matter mean, is he's done it and done it at an incredibly high level. Look, and like I said, he's done everything he can to help the association by playing up to the highest level. You know, the world isn't perfect, okay, and I have great respect for Coach Bonice. We all know his story and all the things that he's had to fight through. Uh, with his family and their health issues and his health issues mm -hmm. and his son um, and his bride and, and all the, the people in his family. He, the man has fought his wife through, now. Yeah, is, is exactly. Has fought through a tremendous amount yep. of adversity. Yep. And, um, you know, it's not perfect. For instance, you know, as you were leading into the last segment, I was this segment, I was talking to the officials out in the hall. Yeah. And, and, and the one thing I said last night was I don't like replay. Okay. Yeah, I don't either. And and and, and they're and they're all running the replay. And like I told them, like I told them a few minutes ago, I said, "Look, you guys, I have nothing against you guys. Same here. Okay, I love every one of you, and I have nothing but respect for you. 
but I hate the way it slows down the game. I do too. Okay, and, I hate it. And why? And who's stopping it? And why it's being stopped? And there was one right. one stoppage last night that was an absolute. And, and joke. the one thing, the one thing that, uh, and it was uh, uh, Kevin Boydman and and, uh, and several of the gentlemen from from the local yes. uh, association, mm-hmm. and uh, they all do a fantastic job. But the one thing that they they did say is that the rules change by state. Okay, so. Maybe we have a challenge system or whatever, but the, the, the replays just go on and on and on, all right? And I know you're trying to get it right, and I respect that. The only thing I said was is that it slows down the game, mm-hmm. okay? And last night, I know that because it's 1046, and I'm trying to watch the end of the game, between Destrahan and Rustin. Yeah. Okay. Matt, and all of a sudden at 10.58.50, our director, Paul Johnson, says, look, I've got to take this down and punch up the show because we've got to get started. Right. So the game didn't end until the show got on. And sure. It, and at 10.46, I guess there was under two minutes to yep. play. That's all. All right. We've got about two or three minutes for a break. Emmanuel, what do you see in that game tonight with John Curtis and Brother Martin? Well, certainly two teams that uh, – that- certainly exemplify a lot of discipline. Brother Martin, anytime they've needed anything, whether it's been a drive uh, to, to keep teams at bay, whether it's a defensive stop, especially in this postseason run, it seems like they've gotten that. And now, obviously, having not been here for so long since 1989, so it's going to be a new experience to all of these kids. And we talked about it with North DeSoto. How can that affect them going up against one of the true programs in the state uh, and one of the gold standards and I think you could say the gold standard in John Curtis. How could that affect them in this game? But rematches could also be tricky as well. But two teams that are very disciplined, especially defensively, they know how to make uh, life tough on opposing offenses. So it's going to be a fun one tonight. I went back and watched the first game. We had that game at Yulman, and it was, it was a nine-point game. But it was a close game. It was, it was highly competitive up front in particular, which is where the game's going to be won and lost with these two teams because that's what they want to do. They want to they want to run and the Brother Martin got, got back in the game with a kickoff. They return. got back in the game with a special teams player. I was about right. to say that. Right. And, and Curtis was the better team that night. They, they were a little bit better up front in that game, and they're better this year up front than they were the last couple of years, which is why they're here. But, Matt, Brother Martin, it's almost like it's – it's almost like it's ordained, you know. There was they've had much better teams than this. They were undefeated on the field the previous two years when they were really, really good and didn't get it. This year they were written off, and here they are. Yeah, I mean, I, I was uh, Eric held about that last night, and uh, week eight, Brother Martin loses to Rumble three to nothing. Who at that point would have told me seven weeks later, Brother Martin would be here in the dome playing for the state championship? So this is a different Brother Martin team than Curtis saw at Yulman, without a doubt. Yeah. And it's hard to beat the same team twice. We've talked about that many years before. Um, and and Brother Martin, without a doubt, is peaking. What you have to hope for is that that second half against Karen Crow arguably may have been the best second half of football Brother Martin has ever played. I, I knew mean, the game. It was remarkable. <laughs> and so you got to hope for them that that, that that was not the pinnacle and that, that they, they peaked too much there. Um, and with Curtis, it's simple. If, if they can avoid turning the ball over, things are going to be in their favor. When they've lost to Carr, when they've lost to Zachary, they turned the ball over a bunch. They turned it over a bunch against St. Aug and almost lost as well. But against Catholic last week, they controlled that, and they got turnovers and got the victory. Right, final thought on that game, Ed, before we get to break. Well, when Carr beat Curtis at Yeoman Stadium late in the season, they had everybody within five yards of the line of scrimmage. Yep. Yep. They loaded the box and said, you know what, we're going to play man on the outside 
and we're playing cover zero, whatever you want to call it, no safety, and we're going to dare you to beat us in the passing game. Now, um, is Brother Martin going to employ that strategy? Then if they do, then I think that uh, if they give Curtis a steady diet of that, then it depends on whether Bruno can make enough throws to Turner and the other young man, they had, number six, his name escapes me, who's out there as well, who's a good player. Um, so that, to me, it might come down to a, a, a play or two in the passing game because both defenses are going to have to stop the other team's running game. Yeah, Tyler Mitchell. And Tyler Michael Mitchell, Turner, yeah, because, 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 you know, Brother Martin, when they run that zone read mm-hmm. and you've got Leonardo or Lambert, those are two excellent options. Am I right? Very good. Okay, so – and. And John Curtis is going to bleed you to death with three and four yard runs until they pop one on they you. Pop a big one, and then and, and then so to me, it might come down to a play or two in the passing game, and who can do a better job out there on an island as a corner covering some of these guys. All right, we'll take a brief time out. Second hour begins in a moment. We'll get to your calls. Five zero four two six zero one zero six one three tailgater show back in a moment on one zero six one FM Nash Icon and NashFM one zero six one dot com. Hi there, I'm your host, Dog, filling in for the human who's normally here and bringing you the smells and sounds of the holidays, courtesy of Beggin' Dog Treats. We wish you a Beggin' Christmas. We wish you a Beggin' Christmas. Dog rest ye merry Doberman, let Beggin' you acquire. Deck the halls with strips of Beggin'. Arf, 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 arf. Remember, for bacon-loving dog excitement this holiday, it's Beggin'! So I switched to Boost Mobile and got this free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Why do you think they call it the Galaxy? Maybe because the Samsung Galaxy A23 has a huge screen, and galaxies are huge gravitationally bound systems of stars rotating around a supermassive black hole. And the phone is free? When you switch to Boost Mobile. Cool. You lost me at gravitationally bound. Switch to Boost and get a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. Limited time offer while supplies last. New customers only. Excludes tax. One device offer per line. Only available on certain networks. 5G not available everywhere. Additional restrictions apply. See your local Boost Mobile store for details. For 16 years, the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl has been proud to support one of the area's great traditions, high school football, and the Prep Football Player of the Week Award. The RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl's weekly recognition of excellence on the field by high school student athletes reflects our understanding of the importance of athletics in the development of our youth. And the Prep Player of the Year will be presented the Ronald E. Gardner Award on the field at Caesars Superdome during the 2022 RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl Wednesday night, December 21st. Tickets available now at NewOrleansBowl.com. Cumulus New Orleans has an immediate opening for a radio digital account executive. Excellent earning potential, incredible benefits, and wonderful working conditions. Outside sales experience preferred. To apply, go to Cumulus.com and click on Work Here. That's Cumulus.com. Join the winning team today at Cumulus Media New Orleans and change your life for the better. Radio and digital marketing is a high energy, fun, and exciting career. Apply at Cumulus.com and equal opportunity employer. Hey sports fans, this is Louisiana State Treasurer John Schroeder. Teamwork is critical to success. This is why my team at Unclaimed Property wants to return your cash to you. Right now, there are over $1 billion that belong to Louisiana citizens. Unclaimed Property has lost or forgotten money from bank accounts, stocks, bonds, wages, insurance, and investment payouts never received. But don't worry, the Louisiana Treasury team is here to help. We've found your money and want to return it to you. Visit lacashclaim.org for your cash. Ring in the new year with the 89th All-State Sugar Bowl. 
Since 1935, the Sugar Bowl has been a New Orleans New Year's tradition. And this year, the best of the SEC and Big 12 will square off on New Year's Eve in the Caesars Superdome. So kick off your New Year's celebration with a college football masterpiece. For tickets, visit AllStateSugarBowl.org and download the free Sugar Bowl mobile app. The Allstate Sugar Bowl is presented by Allstate, the Louisiana Office of Tourism, and Taco Bell. Looking for the perfect gift? Get them a shirt from Untuck It. Untuck It shirts are designed to be worn untucked. They're the easiest way to keep him looking sharp and feeling comfortable. You can't go wrong with their super soft flannels, wrinkle-free shirts, performance shirts with stretch, and cozy sweaters that are all perfect for right now. They even have a line for her. Find the perfect gift for every guy on your list at one of 80-plus Untuck It stores or at UntuckIt.com. Untuck It. Shirts designed to be worn untucked. People who come to Cricket stay with Cricket. Why is that? Well, if you ask someone with one of the latest and greatest phones from Cricket, they might tell you it's because of the amazing phones. Like the new iPhone 14 that lets you capture stunning photos in low and bright light. Plus, they'd probably tell you about the fast nationwide 5G included with all plans that lets you stream, text, talk, and more, all at 5G speeds. Yeah, they might mention something like that. Smile, you're on Cricket. Cricket 5G is not available everywhere. Fees, terms, and other restrictions apply. See CricketWireless.com for details. Broadcasting from the Dudley DeBosier Studios. Anytime, anywhere, smartphone, tune in radio app, we are WRKN. 1061 Nash Icon, Picayune, New Orleans. The second hour begins. It's the Three Tailgaters Show on 1061 Nash Icon, NashFM1061.com, and at CrescentCitySports.com. Be a part of the show. Call 504 260 1061. Back to Ken Trahan and Ed Daniels. And away we go with our number two, Manny Peppis, Matt Sims with us as well. 504-260-1061. Brian is in Slidell. Brian, thanks for waiting. You're on the Three Tailgater Show. Good morning. Hey, Ken. Uh, quick question. It follows up on what you guys were talking about at the end of the last segment uh, with the crowds and such. I know this is the first year in a while they're not uh, letting anyone up in the lows. Does that have any effect? for just a general fan who wants to go in and get a ticket? Is it overly congested, all uh, being forced to sit in the bottom bowl? Or what do you think it'll be like uh, this afternoon and tonight? Good question. But last night was the biggest schools, Destrahan and Rustin, who had both had big crowds, and there was space. So you had students sitting in end zone seats on both sides of the, uh, the Gerard Street portal, but they had quite a few seats that were available there. Now, the sidelines, they weren't totally full. They were pretty crowded. But the point is, I don't think it's going to be a problem because Rustin and Destrahan are big schools, just like Brother Martin in particular. So I don't think it's really going to be an issue. I think you'll be fine just with the lower level. I really do. All right. Thank you, sir. Okay, Brian. Sure thing. Thanks for calling. Thanks for listening to the 3 Tailgaters show. All right, gentlemen. I could talk about the Saints. I'd rather talk about the Pelicans right now. And six in a row and tied for the Western Conference lead and doing it without Brandon Ingram and without Herb Jones. You know, they were missing Williamson previously, missing McCollum previously. Man, this is a good-looking roster, and it's a good-looking team. And yet all everybody wants to talk about is Zion with his, his 360 dunk last night to get uh, Phoenix mad. And Zion, to his credit, after the game, basically did a mea culpa you know, and, and, and kind of apologized for it. But he also stood up for his team and said, 
That's the team that knocked my teammates out of the playoffs last year. So I kind of like everything that young man said. Now, I don't know that it was the right thing to do, but he's caught in a moment, and he's at home, and they got to play these guys again tomorrow. So yeah, that's going to be pretty interesting to see these two hook up again tomorrow after that game. Yeah, I think we have a little rivalry going you here. You think? Yeah, and you know hey, Monty and Willie were best of friends. Now they're separating yeah. separating players and separating right. themselves that's last a, night. That's a, it's interesting. You know what? I, I don't mind Willie Green showing a little emotion. Me either. Okay, I think that's um, that's that's a good thing. And you know what? Look, um, hey, if you want to be at the top of the standings, yeah. then then you're going to have to learn how to you're going to have to learn how to to give teams that kind of stuff back, and you know, should Zion have done what he did at the end of the game? Probably not. But as soon as he did it, I was like, oh, no. And if you heard the Bally Sports telecast with Antonio Daniels, he, I think he said something like, oh, that's trouble. Because he knew. He, he knew it. He knew exactly. And he's, he does a great job. and Joe Myers are tremendous. They do an outstanding yeah, job. And, and Antonio Daniels knew exactly right off the top that that was going to be a Oh, boy, that was going to be an issue. Well, I watched highlights this morning on ESPN, and and they they zeroed in on the Pelicans bench, and you had Billy Hernan Gomez flexing, but you also had Devontae Graham going like, oh, Oh, no. no. Why? Because Graham's been a while. Sure, he's a veteran. He understands. He he understands. And and yet the the young man is, first of all, he's missed so many games. Injuries have decimated his, his young career. He's healthy now, and boy, does he ever look like. And by the way, Matt, at this point, I don't think it's premature to say that he should be in the conversation early on for the most valuable player award in the NBA. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, you're seeing him healthy, the impact that he makes on this team, and this is what everybody envisioned when the Pelicans won the lottery to get Zion number one, that with a healthy Zion, this is the type of impact he would have. And then with the supporting cast around him that the Pelicans built and got while he was injured last year, you knew that this is a team that has a chance to be special. And I think he just got caught up in the moment. I mean, people still forget he's still he's young. He is still a, a young guy. I mean, he makes me look old, and I feel young around both of you guys right now with the hundreds of years of experience I've got between me. And I, I just think he got caught up in it. And, you know, I think the Suns are probably going to come out tomorrow even, even more inspired. Um, and, you know, if I, I am certain if opportunity affords them the chance, they will gladly repay that Take job. a hard foul. It's kind of like in baseball. Uh, they're going to throw at somebody mm-hmm. after somebody uh, took one, you know, got, got showing up the opponent, and it sure. happens all the time. So I suspect we might see some sort well, of retribution. And if that happens, Zion's got to keep his cool. Well, not only do they play Sunday, but they play next in week Phoenix. In, in Phoenix. That's right. So uh, there's going to be uh, uh, two uh, – you know, wildly anticipated games, and I didn't. I didn't tell my wife this yet, but I am uh, going to the game tomorrow. I couldn't go last night. Yeah, but I'm going to the game tomorrow, and uh, if she's listening, I hope you understand. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's just the way it is. And uh, but you know what? Look, um, that's that's what I I like. I don't like all the hugging and all this other stuff after the games, okay? Exchanging of jerseys. Exchanging of jerseys. I like the old NBA in the 80s when people absolutely hated each other, okay? (laughs) It was good for the game. Exactly. Everybody hated the Detroit Pistons. Uh, Everybody hated the Boston Celtics. 
everybody hated the Los Angeles Lakers, which I understand completely. And, and then the um, Chicago Bulls, if you didn't Chicago like, Bulls, if you were against them, you hated them but too. But you, you know what? I mean, look, I, I don't like all the hugging and all that other stuff. Yeah. And, and if guys want to get after a little bit, you know, this is professional sports, and this is this is super competitive. All right, so Emmanuel, they've been doing it without Ingram doing it, without Herb Jones. Good news, bad news. The good news is they're going to get them back. The bad news is you take minutes away from others, and they've been playing so well. And how do you make solace and make it work, in particular with Ingram and Williamson together? Well, it certainly is going to be a, a readjustment, but it's it's also a good problem to have when you talk about the depth that has been constructed. And Matt kind of touched on a little bit on it earlier. When you have those guys, when you have an Alvarado and a Murphy as well, and all the contributions that these guys can make in multiple facets, it, it is going to take a, you know, kind of, maybe a couple of games to uh, get the flow of those guys back into the lineup and for them to get their legs back underneath them in game scenarios having not played for so long. But certainly is a good, uh, good problem to have. But wanted to talk a little bit about uh, Zion for a, for a moment. Should he have done it? Probably not. Is he going to get a hard foul? Sure he is. But I kind of equate it to, you know, we, we see it in, for those who watch hockey, you know, if, if somebody does something that draws the ire of another team, every team has an enforcer. They're going to come out the next shift. They're going to give you something, and he's going to take it. And you know what? He's going to move on, and everybody else is probably going to move on too. I didn't have a, a thought about this last night, but I wonder what the point spread was in that game. I don't think that impacted it at all, but that was just a thought <laughs> given the circumstances. Maybe, of maybe there happened. was a total to hit. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's interesting that they're doing so well without these guys and with McCollum not playing well. I mean, he's yeah. he's not got the ball well at all, and it's yeah. been a it's been a almost a season-long problem. He had two or three good games, but other than that, mm. he's not been that guy. So is there any reason for concern there? Well, he started to get it together a little bit last night. He started to make a few shots. Still one for five, one for yeah. six from three, though. Yeah, and and that his three-point percentage is down. Two-point was good last night. Yeah, but, you know, it's interesting that um, they played, what, 26 games? And Ingram's played 15, and they are where they are. It's... it's uh, I never thought I would say this, but last night we're getting ready for the prep show and we got a, the newscast. And I looked at uh, Jack Collada in the office and I said, you know what? I never thought I would say this, but the Pelicans are championship contenders. I think they are too. The Grizzlies are really good and uh, right. they're going to have to beat them. I think. Look, it's Golden December. State's going to get their players back. They're going to be there. It is yeah. December. Right. But, but who else in the West would you take over them right, right now? Right. I mean, no, there's good I, teams. I Kawhi, when the Clippers have Kawhi, they're good. The West playoffs are going to be, the West playoffs are going to be absolutely insane. They're just going to be insane. But you know, the Pelicans, Pelicans have a very deep and talented roster. And when you don't have those two players, and you can reel off six in a row, that says a lot about your team. And look, they've done an unbelievable job. Uh, David Griffin uh, fleeced the Lakers on that trade. The total fleecing. Brandon Ingram's one of the top ten or twelve players in the NBA. Uh, he's an he's an awfully uh, good player. And the Lakers can be the gift that keeps on giving the if, Lakers, they, right. if they're in the lottery. It can be the gift that keeps on giving. Anthony Davis needs to play a little poorly now because he's playing very well. But um, you know, Alvarado was a guy that uh, was was a free agent. Great pickup. C.J. McCollum trade. I mean, you go down the list, Herb Jones, second-round pick. pick. Great pick. I mean, you know, they're Jonas the exact, was a good right, Jonas was a good signing. 
They're the exact opposite of what the Saints have been over the last couple of nice years. Nice transition. That's where they, we're going they, next. But they, they, They've made all the right personnel moves. Right. And, it, and look, you can draw up all the X's and O's you want. I'm not saying Willie Green isn't an excellent coach because he is. But Willie Green knows as well as anybody else. You got good players, you always have a chance. All right, we'll take a timeout, 504-260-1061. Yes, we will talk Saints when we return in just a moment here on the Three Tailgater Show, live from the Caesar Superdome on Nash Icon 1061 FM and at nashfm1061.com. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code AUTO for an extra 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code AUTO for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code AUTO for 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill up. Life Resources Ministries exists for showing men the way, building men to spiritual maturity, and preparing God's people for service. Life Resources Ministries has Bible studies in person and via Skype throughout the metro area, along with outreaches weekly on Wednesdays at Piccadilly Cafeteria on Clearview Parkway in Metairie. There are business forums and fellowship meetings as well. Life Resources also puts on major outreach prep breakfasts with national speakers up to four to five times per year. Visit us online at liferesources.net. Life Resources Ministries, leaders investing for eternity. If you want to be treated right, you go to Bergeron. Bergeron will give you the best deal. You just know you can trust these people. They're from here. They get me. You know, buying a car doesn't have to be a scary experience. It's anything but a Bergeron. Everybody knows that. Everybody. I grew up with a Bergeron. I went to school with a Bergeron. This is the fourth car I've bought from here. That makes me a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a bourgeois. Get out of here. I'm a Bergeron. Everybody knows a Bergeron. Bergeron Automotive on Veterans in Metairie. NFL Plus is here, which means no matter where you are, this is how you football. Let's go! You can stream live, local, and primetime regular season games on your phone or tablet. 45-minute game replays with NFL Plus Premium and more. This is the NFL for every fan. This is football freedom. This is your game on the go. Wherever you are, this is how you football. Go to plus.nfl.com and sign up today. Terms and conditions apply. This week only, visit Boot Barn to save on quality holiday gifts for the whole family. We're offering holiday specials this week where you can get $50 off select handmade and handcrafted exotic cowboy boots, $20 off select western boots for women, plus savings on children's boots. We're also offering additional savings on select jeans, outerwear, t-shirts, and flannels. Visit us this week to save on top quality holiday gifts. Boot Barn. Unwrap the West. Your weekly forum for genuine, substantive talk with a focus on facts and fact-based opinions. Time to share your passion on the Three Tailgaters Show here on 106.1 Nash Icon, NashFM1061.com, and through CrescentCitySports.com. The number to call, 504-260-1061. 
As we continue live from the Caesar Superdome of the Ochsner Prep Football LHSA State Championship Classic, which resumes here coming up at noon, broadcast time 11.45. For Lutcher North DeSoto, we'll have it on 106.1 FM Nash Icon and at NashFM1061.com. Followed by Manny in Union Parish, live at CrescentCitySports.com, streaming audio. And then this evening, the finale with John Curtis Christian and Brother Martin, live on 106.1 FM Nash Icon and at NashFM1061.com. That's the schedule to come. The New Orleans Saints don't have a schedule this week. They're off. they got to buy. And, of course, they're 4-9, and they're last in the NFC South, and they're going nowhere after the debacle that took place in Tampa Bay last Monday night. I mean, we've talked about it all week long, but a colossal collapse, colossal failure on the part of coaches in that game, colossal failure on the part of players in that game to, to blow it. Defense was great until it wasn't, and when it wasn't was when it mattered most. And the offense couldn't finish drives and got in its own way. And then the, I guess the saddest thing in all, and I want to say this now, and I've said it during the week, but you haven't been with me. So I just, I hate that for Mark Ingram because he's a class act. And he's a, yep. and you and I are both on the Saints Hall of Fame selection committee. In my mind, he's a surefire Saints Hall of Famer when he becomes eligible. But if that's going to be his last play of the Saints. He's not going to play again this year. Yeah. And he's not going to come back at this stage, it appears. And that's going to be that lingering memory. And for the life of me, I don't understand what he was thinking. Even if his knee was bothering him, he had the first down easily. Just dive out of bounds or, or go forward another yard and go out of bounds. And the marker was right in front of him. And we all know the story. If he makes the, the first down, they're going to win the game. There's no doubt about it. But then the coaching as well just made no sense at all with some of the play calls and what transpired. Mm-hmm. It just didn't make any sense whatsoever. After that, the third and one to, you know, Unbelievable. I mean, the calls that were made to try to throw a, a skinny slant to Callaway, who's your fourth or fifth receiver and hadn't even been targeted. And then, of course, later in the game, to call a pass play and take a sack uh, with your best receivers on the bench. Your personnel there were Kirk Merritt and Taysom Hill on the outside. Mm-hmm. Your three best receivers are on the bench, and you're going to throw the ball. Nobody's open, and you take a sack. I, I Look, mm-hmm. this was on everybody. Yeah, but it's a microcosm of what's happened. People keep asking the question, so I'll ask you as well. Do I think Dennis Allen will be back at this stage? I'd say yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing's guaranteed. But I do think if he's back, you're going to see some significant changes. Yeah, I, th- I think that's probably right. You know, um, here's the thing that bothers me. Not only about Monday, but about a lot of other games. And, Matt, you back me up on this if you think I'm correct. If you're wrong, tell me. Okay. If I'm but, wrong, tell you. Okay. Okay. If you think, you know what I'm talking about. In 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 four games, in my opinion, the Saints were the much better team and didn't win. Minnesota, Cincinnati, San Francisco, Tampa Bay. Four games that, in my opinion, they were the better team and they didn't win. Now, I disagree, but go ahead. Now, now they Matt, might say they might say you might say Minnesota. Okay, Minnesota has turned out to be a very talented team. But the Saints had a lot of chances to win that game. So, and I, and, I, and I get if people would dispute that. But in my opinion, that day, okay, I'm not talking about the whole season. But I'm talking about that day. To me, those were four games that the Saints should have won and did not. And that, to me, is the biggest disturbing part of it, where they weren't outplayed, but they didn't win. I, I would agree with all those, but the... But San Francisco, because the Saints were clearly not the better team from an offensive standpoint. And score a point. 
Uh, but both Tampa games, they without a doubt were, especially the one Monday night. They were without a doubt the best team on the field and snatched defeat from the jaws of victory. And the Minnesota game, they I don't believe they were the better team, but they played the better game, and they That's did That's my it, point. And that, they did it with injuries. Right. That day, in my yes. opinion, Matt, they were the better team. Would we agree on that? Yes, yes. And okay. found a way to still lose it at the end. So that's that's we could say at the minimum that's three victories right there that they found a way to lose and that's the difference that's the difference in winning the division this year because the South is so terrible. Yeah, it's right. awful. So if they had won three of those games two of them. They'd be they'd be six and seven or seven and six. Right. Based on that. All right. So what that's what bothers me, okay? What made me so angry when I'm driving home Monday evening after the game, what made me so angry was that the better team did not win that game. And I heard so much about Tom Brady, and of course, we all we all understand that the national media has to genuflect at his altar at every possible moment. I get it, okay? Tom Brady is not Tom Brady anymore. He's a little bit above average quarterback. That was a gift. I'm sorry, a gift. Totally agree. Emmanuel? No, I, absolutely. I mean, this was the most egregious game since the Cincinnati game. And that, that was the one where they were just clearly head and shoulders. Didn't that drive you uh, nuts, Manny, it, when you were here and you're watching the Cincinnati game and they gave that game away? It, it absolutely did. It and drove and you nuts. It's, it's, it's Cincinnati almost, made a play to win the game. It's that right. simple. It, they, they did. The Saints could have won the game. Right. They, it wasn't a should have. They could have. Yep. There's a difference. But, they should have won Monday night. Yeah. They could have won against Cincinnati. They could have won against Minnesota, but they did not. So I wouldn't say that they were the better team. But go ahead, man. No, but but it really is. A, it's it's almost where do you start? Because it's almost like everything had to fall in the line on Monday night for for Tampa to be able to win that game. There were about uh, I, I I lost track of. I mean, you could and Ken, you you listed most of them that. Uh, that transpired over those last really three to four minutes of the game. Mm-hmm. How much of that in every one of those elements had to break just right for the Bucks to come back and win that game? It was the most really uh, just pitiful display uh, when, you, when you talk about the last few minutes of that game. And, and, and that's just a show of what this team is. And we could talk about the could-haves and the should-haves and how many games they could have won and if this had broken right. But at some point, your record tells you what you really are. Look, I, I think they are who they are. They stole a game in Atlanta, by the way, so they yes. got one that they, yes. they won that they shouldn't Fair have won. Enough. They, were, they, yes, were, they were not the better team that day, and they won the game. Fair enough. So th- that said, I, I always go back to, you know, with Jim Mora, Bill Parcells as well, I've always used that phrase, you, you are what your record says you are. And I, that's who they are. Uh, could they have won another game? Too sure. Have injuries contributed? Absolutely. Have personnel decisions contributed? Without a doubt. So that gets us back to where we are right now with the quarterback situation. And I like, let me just say right up front, I like Dennis Allen. He's an honest, decent guy. You want to see him succeed, but I have serious questions right now, as I think a lot of people do. And some of the things he said this year, first he said Jameis Winston was healthy. Then he said he wasn't healthy. Then he said he's healthy. Then this past week he said that Andy Dalton is part of the solution, not part of the problem. Okay, so here's my take on that statement. I think Andy Dalton is definitely not part of the problem. I agree with that part of it. But he's not part of the solution. You're saying he's part of the solution. You're saying he's your guy? Long term? There's no way. And that's not what you brought him here for. Now your season's basically out of touch. 
Why wouldn't you put Winston on the field now, at least to see what you've got? You signed him to be your starter, and he's sitting and watching. And I am not by any stretch of the imagination suggesting that Jameis Winston's going to make a big difference. I don't think he will. But given the circumstances, why wouldn't you put him back on the field now, Ed? I don't know. I think that decision's already been made. Why do you think that is? I'm asking uh, I, you. I, you know, yeah, Kenny, I, I don't know the answer. Kenny, People uh, have asked me, and I don't Kenny, know. Kenny, it's a great question. I don't know. I, I think that decision's been made, and um, I think that you're looking at a guy who is a – Dennis Allen is a defensive coach, and I think he wants a quarterback that he feels like he can trust. All right? And, and I'm not – and I don't want to be too critical of Winston. All right? But uh, I just think that that's what he prefers. Um, you know, look, I think it's fair to say this. Jameis Winston will give you more big plays. He'll probably give you more negative plays. All right? Andy Dalton, for his career, would you agree, Matt? And Manny is a guy who is going to give you a certain consistent level but is not going to give you uh, that great play. Although I got to tell you. Are you comfortable with Andy Dalton being the quarterback in 2023? No. And and the and the but the the throw to Taysom Hill was great. He made great throws. He yeah. played very well. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Right. But you know what? Look, three um, what four drops in that game? Look, the he's Saints, twenty for twenty-eight. The Saints. The Saints have a lot of things that they've that they've got to fix. And and in my opinion, I think that they ought to they ought to go into the rebuild mode and get rid of all this dead money, and 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 really transform their roster and rebuild it. And in the NFL, if you do that right, it doesn't take that long. Yeah. All right? Look, the New York Jets, the New York Jets are all of a sudden a decent NFL yeah, they're competitive. team. Sure. And they were a laughing stock. But what have they done? Now, Garrett Wilson is a very good player. Would you agree? Yes. Okay. Brees Hall, before he got hurt, is a very good yes, player. Yes, Now, their quarterback has struggled. But... You can see even the Jets, who never get it right, they're starting to get their draft right, and all of a sudden they're a pretty decent team. But the Saints, I think, have to go down that. They may have to take a step back or two before they take a step forward. All right, one minute, Manny, quick thought on the Saints, and then Matt. Manny? Yeah, I mean, really, you look forward, and now what is the what is the answer at quarterback for this team going forward, especially without a first-round pick going into – uh, going into the 2023 draft, it's going to be a lot harder to find. And uh, just going off of what uh, what Ed said about really it's it's going to go back to getting the draft right because where the depth of this roster came from, they were able to hit on some of those second and third and fourth and, and those later round picks. And those were guys that wound up being major contributors uh, in the past 15 years. And they're going to have to be able to get back to that and start to identify those guys in drafts to come. Matt? It's not been the reason why the Saints are, are four and nine, but I think that the trade and the way they handled the C.J. Gardner-Johnson issue in the tr preseason is really blowing up in their face because they've really shown that that left a gaping hole in the secondary that they tried to sell us that it would not. And he's gone on to Philadelphia, and it's just been lights out for them. And, you know, I know I heard that stuff about culture, and, Ed, you correct me if I'm wrong with this. The only culture that matters in the NFL is winning. And well, fairness, fairness right. obviously, they, they've made some good moves, but they've made a lot of moves right. that have really and one, one of the things that's interesting, and we saw this on Monday night, yeah. Cam Jordan faked injury. All right? So the NFL came down hard on the, on the, uh, on the Saints 
Cam Jordan fined fifty thousand. Ryan Nielsen fined fifty thousand. Yeah. Dennis Allen fined a hundred thousand. Imagine and, that. And the Saints organization fined three hundred and fifty thousand. Because look, he was faking injury. Yeah, he was. But they're gonna find that. That doesn't happen elsewhere, though. I'm just. Oh no, I agree. Yeah. I agree. I think it's the I relationship think it's, between the NFL and the Saints is still. I think it's nasty. I think, without a doubt, that was very arbitrary. All right. Yeah. Because that happens throughout the NFL, without a doubt. Yep. All right. We owe you a break. Five zero four two six zero one zero six one. A final segment to come after this brief time out here on Nash Icon one zero six one FM and at NashFM one zero six one dot com. If you want to be treated right, you go to Bergeron. Bergeron will give you the best deal. You just know you can trust these people. They're from here. They get me. You know, buying a car doesn't have to be a scary experience. It's anything but a Bergeron. Everybody knows that. Everybody. I grew up with a Bergeron. I went to school with a Bergeron. This is the fourth car I've bought from here. That makes me a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a bourgeois. Get out of here. I'm a Bergeron. Everybody knows a Bergeron. Bergeron Automotive on Veterans in Metairie. Diamonds Direct is giving you one more holiday gift of 25% savings just in time for Christmas. A last-minute sale on all earrings this weekend. Save an unprecedented 25% off all earrings at Diamonds Direct. Diamond stud earrings. Sapphire earrings. Gold earrings. Get Diamonds Direct's unbeatable price plus an extra 25% savings. Biggest discounts of the year. Special financing, too. It's Friday through Sunday only. A truly epic earring event at Diamonds Direct. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. And does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code AUTO for an extra 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code AUTO for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code AUTO for 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill up. Dell's Days of Deals start now with fresh limited quantity deals each day on tech to power every passion. Save on select XPS laptops and Alienware PCs powered by 12th gen Intel Core processors. Don't forget special pricing on the latest monitors, docks and accessories, plus free shipping on everything and monthly payment options with Dell Preferred Account. Just call 877-ASK-DELL for Days of Deals savings. That's 877-ASK-DELL. Unlimited talk, text, and data for as low as 10 bucks a month. Red Pocket Mobile saves their customers an average of $600 a year. How? With no mandatory bundles or wasted money on celebrity endorsements. Keep your same number and phone, cell network, and lightning-fast 5G coverage. You don't even have to leave the house to switch. Simply go to redpocket.com. Right now, during their extended Black Friday sale, ditch your old carrier and get a new iPhone on Red Pocket. Go to redpocket.com. That's redpocket.com. Conditions apply. We've all said it. Lord, give me strength to endure this mess that I'm going through. (laughs) This is Michael Green with a LifeGate word of encouragement. My prayer for you today is like the prayer Paul gave in Colossians 1 when he said, We pray that you will live well for the Master. 
making him proud of you as you work hard in his vineyard. As you learn more and more how God works, you'll learn how to do your work. We pray that you'll have strength to stick it out over the long haul, not some grim strength of gritting your teeth, but the glory strength that God gives. It is the strength that endures the unendurable. Isn't that good news? The strength that helps you endure the unendurable. Join me and Linda this Sunday at LifeGate. We will continue in this word to encourage you. 1317 Butternut, we start at 10 o'clock. Check us out on Facebook at LifeGate Church Ministries. You'll be glad you did. This Sunday, LifeGate, where the priority is the word. So I switched to Boost Mobile and got this free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Why do you think they call it the Galaxy? Maybe because the Samsung Galaxy A23 has a huge screen. And galaxies are huge gravitationally bound systems of stars rotating around a supermassive black hole. And the phone is free? When you switch to Boost Mobile. Cool. You lost me at gravitationally bound. Switch to Boost and get a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. Limited time offer while supplies last. New customers only. Excludes tax. One device offer per line. Only available on certain networks. 5G not available everywhere. Additional restrictions apply. See your local Boost Mobile store for details. <coughs> when a cold comes on strong, <coughs> knock it out with Vicks Dayquil Severe for max strength daytime relief. Just one dose of Vicks Dayquil Severe starts to relieve nine of your worst cold and flu symptoms to help take you from nine to none. Power through your day with Vicks Dayquil Severe, the daytime non-drowsy, coughing, aching, fever, sore throat, nine to none medicine. Use as directed. Call an audible, throw a flag, call a technical, review an instant replay, it's all good. Go for it now on the Three Tailgater Show on 1061 Nash Icon, NashFM1061.com, and through CrescentCitySports.com. Call now at 504-260-1061. A couple of minutes left in our last segment before we get to our game broadcast. And Joe is in Mandeville. Joe, thanks for your patience. Welcome to the Three Tailgater Show. Good morning. Hey, guys. Excellent show. I haven't chuckled this much in a while, and I got to tell you, Manny makes a great third wheel there. You need to put him on permanently. Uh, I tell you what, we Manny, can't afford him, man. man. We can't afford him. He yeah. can take over for me. I'll sleep on Saturday morning if you want. <laughs> what do quick, you think, Joseph? I'll, Joseph, yeah. I'll, I'll sleep till noon. Right there, you go. Look, thoroughly enjoyed everything except for that little quip. About my Astros. Do I need to remind you, Cardinals, about the Espinosa case several years back? What oh, I, I don't. I don't think there's any. I don't think there's any doubt that there was a problem there. The one thing I'll say <laughs> about the Cardinals is, is uh, they don't tank and win 55 games so they can get the first pick in the draft for the next 18 exactly. years. And they didn't. They didn't win that, because of one guy. Yeah, they uh, didn't working on a computer that was trying to follow yeah. information from their former employee. So. Right, but right, you know right. what? How about those Astros, though? World champions, am, fantastic. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. However, I'm worried. They got rid of the general manager, and they're making moves that I'm not keen <laughs> about. I I'm being serious. I don't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I agree. Blow this because he's got a nice thing going, and I just hope he doesn't blow it because we could use a couple more just to mm. save face. So anyway, real quick about the Saints. I yeah. hate to be that guy that, that I told you so, especially about Ingram. I know he's a nice guy and everything, but, you know, his time has come, okay? 
And uh, Could the be. very last thing I said about him was he was running out of bounds, okay? And that's exactly what he did again. So there's got to be something. He's avoiding contact. He's got to be in some kind of pain somewhere. You know? Well, I mean, look, uh, Mark, Mark Ingram has never been a guy to back away from a lot of things. And, mm-hmm. you know, look, I'm not going to – here's – Here's why I'm not going to be critical of Mark Ingram because the guy's a class act and he's he's got a million shits in the hopper. So uh, at the end of his career, and I think we're 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 either at that point or close to it. Yep. Just from a chronological standpoint, he's been in the NFL for since 2011 as a running back, which is amazing. All right, the one thing I remember about Mark Ingram that he was always a, a very good player, and for him to apologize for running out of bounds. I mean, how many how many NFL guys do you get that from these days? Yep. Okay. Different animal. Every time he's he's made a mistake in a big game, and there's been a few. He's made a lot more great plays than he has the other kind. He's always been a stand-up guy, no doubt. Yeah, we're running out of time, Manny. Final thought. Go ahead. First of all, I. I think everybody understands the sentiment about the play in itself, but uh, when when we talk about Mark Ingram and to last this long, uh, not just as a running back in this league, but as a a, a power-centered running back where you're taking a lot more hits uh, than, say, a guy that's a little bit more elusive than they like to get on yes. the, you know, that they like to get on the edges. You're taking a lot more hits and a lot more bruisings as well. Yeah, the, the play on Monday night it certainly should not have happened, and I don't think anybody's condoning Still that. Still have every chance to win the game after that. A- Matt, absolutely. Fi- Matt, final thought? Yeah, te- terrible that that'll be his last play of, a, yep. a, of his career, but he has been a great saint, yep. and, you know, I, I think that he'll be – uh, remembered as an ambassador for the team. And I, I agree with what you said, Ken. I think he's a shoe in for the Saints Hall of Fame. We've got a minute left. We've got to go. But Tulane, USC, I think it's all about Caleb Williams and whether he's healthy and whether he plays. If he's not that healthy, I think Tulane wins if he's healthy. Okay. Or issue. does he just say, I'm going to the NFL or does draft he just say, and I'm just going move to the NFL on? Draft. They're winning the Heisman tonight. Yeah. All right. So that's my thought about it. With regard to LSU Purdue, I think it's a good matchup for LSU if LSU shows up to play. Yeah, and Purdue's got changing coaches. Exactly. Other so. than that, it's all good. So that's bowl games. Yep, Alabama and Kansas State's all about whether Alabama shows up to play. Yeah, no doubt. Yep, and then you go to Shreveport, UL Lafayette getting a chance. Good for them. I hope it works out well. I really do. Yep, I agree. And all you know good. what? I'll tell you what. Text me your email. Okay. I'm going to send you that YouTube, YouTube link. So, <laughs> yep. so tomorrow you and Catherine kind of in the middle of the afternoon, y'all can yep. just there open a beverage and watch Wilson watch the Contreras. Wilson Contreras press and then, conference. And, of course, uh, New Orleans Bowl. Arno carries New Orleans Bowl. It's not a forget about yep. that, too, because another good match. December 21st at That's 8 right. o'clock, right? South Alabama, Western Kentucky, two yep. former rivals in the Sunbelt Conference. I went to those places a bunch of times with the University of New Orleans. So, all good. Edward, a pleasure. Thank right. you as See always. you later. Y'all have a good day. Manny, thank you. Good to have you. Matt, thank you. Want to thank Rudy Dixon. We invite you to stay tuned. Coming up next, pregame show followed by the play-by-play. Lutcher, North DeSoto, the Division Two State Championship game. Stay with us here on Nash Icon 1061 FM, Nash FM 1061.com, and through CrescentCitySports.com. Thanks for listening to the Three Tailgaters Show on 1061 Nash Icon and at NashFM1061.com. The Three Tailgaters Show was presented by CrescentCitySports.com, the best sports site in Louisiana. The Three Tailgaters Show is also presented by the Allstate Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics, and by Francesca's by Katie's in New Orleans, featuring St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans flair. The Three Tailgaters were also brought to you by Lamarck Ford and Lamarck Lincoln by LifeGate Church in Metairie, 
by Rhino Shield Mid-South, Bergeron Automotive Inventory by Premier Automotive throughout the New Orleans area, John Curtis Christian School in River Ridge, Life Resources Ministries, and by the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Promotional consideration is provided by Central City Barbecue on South Rampart Street, Venezia Restaurant on North Carrollton Avenue, Two Tony's Restaurant at West End, Fury's Restaurant in Metairie, Perrin's Restaurant in Harahan, Reginelli's Pizzeria with locations throughout the metro area, Yield College Inn on Carrollton Avenue, Messina's at the Terminal and Runway Cafe at Lakefront Airport, by Copeland's of New Orleans in Kenner at the Esplanade Mall, Desi Vega's Seafood and Steakhouse in Metairie, Chateau Cafe with locations in New Orleans and Kenner, Moe's Pizza in West Wego, Hooters Restaurants in Metairie and Gretna, Geo's Pizza and Spaghetti House in Metairie, Hobnobber Cafe in Metairie, Fat Boy's Pizza on Metairie Road, by Mike Sirio's Po' Boys and Deli on St. Charles Avenue, by That's Amore Pizzeria in Metairie, Bears Po' Boys on Causeway Boulevard at Metairie Road, Fury's Restaurant on Martin Berman in Metairie, and by Sunray Grill in Gretna. Tune in next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the next edition of the Three Tailgaters Show on 106.1 FM Nash Icon, NashFM1061.com, and through CrescentCitySports.com.